Hi everyone, welcome to season two, episode 39 of Sisters Coffee and Crime. I'm Sandra. And I'm Christina. Today we're talking about the septic tank Sam case. He is an unidentified murder victim. His body was dumped at an abandoned farmhouse in Alberta. We don't know why Sam died, but we know some of the details of his murder. Let's grab some coffee and talk about this crime. So today we're talking about the unsolved case of septic tank Sam. Now, we know the case is obviously unsolved, so there's no resolution, but it's also an unidentified case because Sam, we don't know who he is. And there's a lot of talk about how the police named him septic tank Sam, and it's almost like a catchy name, which is almost disrespectful to this murder victim. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to call him Sam from here on out. Instead of calling him just like John Doe or whatever. Now, this case does take place in Tofield, Alberta. And, well, just outside of Tofield, Alberta. It's actually 13 kilometers from there. Now, on April 13th, 1977, Mavis and Charlie McLeod were going to their farmhouse. Now, they pretty much left it abandoned, but they needed a pump from the septic tank. And this was at the farmhouse. So they go and get the pump and it is... 1.8 meters deep of a septic tank. Mavis, who is the wife, notices that there's like a sock floating in the tank. And she's sort of taken aback by this because that's really strange. And she gets her husband and they start like looking around, kind of moving the water a little bit. And they notice that this isn't a sock, but it's a foot. Because they find the other foot and it has a shoe attached to it. And a leg. So it's kind of shocking. They realize that there is a body in their septic tank. And they call police right away. And now the police do get to the scene fairly quickly. And they start to sort of take a little bit of water out at a time. So that it's easier for them to get the body and remove it from the tank. And they see that it's a person wearing a gray t-shirt under a Levi snapped button down shirt jeans, wool socks, and brown shoes. And the shoes are Clark's Wallaby shoes. And they aren't like brand name ones. They were actually just a replica. And I'll put up a picture of that so you guys can see it. Now the body has been wrapped in a yellow bed sheet and it was tied with a nylon rope. The person or people that put Sam in the tank put him in head first. And they do figure out that they put quicklime into the water. And that's because they thought that putting quicklime in the water would make the body like decompose quicker. Mm -hmm. But because it wasn't water, like quicklime just uh, will give you like burns. Okay. And uh, when they put it in the water, something sort of happened that it almost like mummified the body a little bit. Like it. So they didn't actually destroy the body. They kind of preserved it. Right. So the opposite opposite, of what they wanted Mm -hmm. because the body was really decomposing in there. Right. Because we don't know how, like they please don't know how long it was actually in in there for. Sure. Now the autopsy will show that Sam died a pretty terrible death. It shows that he was tied down. uh, Like basically it looks like his wrists were tied to something and police believe that maybe he was tied to a bed and tortured. I don't know where the bed came from, but that's what they're going with. Right. I guess it's because both hands were tied. Mm-hmm. 
So they're, that's what they're assuming. He was beaten pretty badly. He had multiple cigarette burns on his body. And he was also um, burned with a small butane blowtorch. And that's the, like a small one with the blue flame that comes out of it. It looks like one, and I'm only saying this because I watch a lot of cooking shows, but like to make fancy desserts, like on the top when you burn it, like right. one of those ones. Okay. Right. Now, it also showed that he had been sexually mutilated. They believe that farmer shears were used to actually castrate him. And that is one of the reasons why at the beginning they didn't know if it was a man or a woman. Right. Because he was mutilated. There was a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little unclear because it says that it took them months to figure it out. And I don't know if that means things were taken or because... Right. In an autopsy, you feel like the second you look inside, you would see female or male reproductive organs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if something was taken out. It just, it was completely unclear. But anyways, but none of that is actually what killed Sam. He was killed by a gunshot wound to the head. And he actually did have another gunshot wound in his chest. So after this torture, they wrapped him up in the bed sheet and they dumped his body. Now, the police do search the farmhouse because they think, well, maybe he was uh, tortured here and then dumped in the septic tank. But there's absolutely no evidence anywhere around this farmhouse that says that Sam was ever there. Okay. So they literally can't find anything. So they don't know him. There's nothing to identify him on his body And there's nothing in the location. So they don't know who this man is. Now, the farmhouse is just outside of Tofield, Alberta. And it is a really small town and really rural. So where it's located, if you're just passing by on the street, you wouldn't know it was there. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be from there to know that this farmhouse even exists. So this tells police that maybe... It is local, like a local who knew about it, knew knew where it was, knew it was abandoned because the family wasn't there. They did it. That's what the belief is. Now, police have spent a lot of time and money just trying to identify Sam. They think that this would give them some insight into, well, at at least a little bit of insight into what his life was like in the days and weeks before his murder. Mm -hmm. Now, they even sent his dental impressions to dentists in the area, up to 800 around, mm-hmm. just to try and see, because it looked like he had dental work recently done. Right, so they're just trying to figure out, they're going through all avenues, right? Right, but no dentist out of those 800 can say, like, this is, this. we've seen this man here. Wow. And they then they decide to put his dental uh, impressions into magazines, it goes out all over Alberta, nothing. Nobody recognized it. So this leads people to believe that maybe Sam wasn't local. Maybe he was living some kind of transient lifestyle Mm -hmm. and he was hitchhiking through there and the wrong hitchhiker picked him up. Now Sam's teeth and bones reveal that he had a serious illness around the age of five and they don't really release this to the public for identification purposes. So if someone were to come forward and say, yes, I think I knew Sam, they would have something to determine if that's true or not. Right, right. Now, they do bury Sam in an unmarked grave in Edmonton, 
But this doesn't last very long because they exhume his body in 1979. A forensic pathologist named Clyde Snow, he's from Oklahoma, he has a computer program that he creates facial reconstructions, and this doctor was at the top of his field, and police hoped that they could bring something to life to see if they could like identify Sam. Now, they already have a sketch and uh, things that they believe about Sam. Okay. But Dr. Clyde Snow kind of says that some of the stuff is just wrong that they had. Initially, it's believed that Sam was a white male in his 20s between 5'6 and 5'9. Okay. And around 150 to 180 pounds. Dr. Snow determines that he is most likely indigenous and to be at least 35 years old. Okay. So they take some DNA from Sam, and of course at the time it's 79. Mm-hmm. So it's really for future future use. use if yeah. someone is going to say that they knew him, maybe they can do some, or even some genealogy at this point, I guess. Right, exactly. But that's basically the story. Sam's laid to rest again, and that's it. Right, so no one's been charged. They don't even know who Sam is. Right. But there are theories on okay. why he was murdered. You ready for the theories? I guess, yeah. Some of them are absolutely off the walls crazy. Sure. There's and always going to be those, Of right? course, of course. And some of them are just like, uh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So the first theory is kind of, we touched on it already, is that he was homeless or transient. Somebody, just the wrong person picked him up. Sure. And that person, this is sort of like the traveling serial killer one right right because i can't believe that someone like even an evil person would pick him up kill him and then just never kill again it like for me it has to almost be a serial killer right now another theory is that sam was a gay man who was outed and someone or or lots of someone's took it upon themselves to torture and kill him okay so people that obviously knew him or knew of him. Yeah, he somehow got outed and then gotcha. they killed him. Mm-hmm. Now, the next theory is that Sam cheated on his partner. Mm-hmm. And either that person, his partner either killed him. killed him or the person he cheated with, that person's part killed him. Okay. And both of those ones, um, people believe because he was sexually mutilated, like they think it has to do with sex somehow. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the next theory is that he was murdered because he was indigenous, and because of all the racial tensions, especially in seventy seven. Yeah, that that um is what happened, and where he was found in Tofield, it's actually within driving distance to a few reservations. So that's kind of where this theory came from and did they i guess the police i'm assuming went to those areas and kind of I like mean, there isn't really a, more of it is like there's a lot of pictures of like his his face and the clothes he that he was wearing sure. and just like let's identify him it's not really let's find the kill do you know what i mean like a lot of the information today is just about that right like, there is there any information that the cops went to those not areas and kind of like not that i could find right right but I mean, in the 70s, with things being so bad between Indigenous people and police, 
I mean, still today, right? Still so. today. But especially then, I think that it was worse yeah. than it is now. Yeah, of course. Now, another theory that's floating around, which is probably the one that I just thought was off the walls crazy, was that Sam was American. Okay. He was killed by an American. Okay. And then the killer put him in the trunk, smuggled him across the border, and just happened along this farmhouse and tossed him in the... Which I think is so far-fetched. Like, for me... It's a long way to go to... And how did you get, like... Okay, he's in the the back of the car. But it's not even close. Like, no one would have noticed... I don't know when it smells, but it... Like, I think it was summer... Like, springtime at least. But you're assuming that the car was stopped. At the border. Well, to check your ID and stuff like that. But, again, it's 1979, so it's not like we have the... Restrictions that we do now. I know even coming into Canada, there's not the restrictions that you have now. I get it. But still, to cross the border, wouldn't it just be easier to leave them in the States? Oh, yeah. No, of course it would be easier. I'm just saying that it is far-fetched. Why wouldn't you drive over an American border and put them in a different city than... Yeah. I mean, it is far-fetched. That one to me is pretty crazy. It could be done. I'm just saying. Like, not now. I love how you're like, yes. I'm just saying in 1977... It doesn't make sense. I'm just saying in 1977, I don't think necessarily he would have been stopped at the border for anything. Okay, fine. That's I'll, I'll give you that, but I still think that's the weirdest one. Yes, and... I do. I think that that is the weirdest one too. Okay, so this last theory is the most popular. Okay. Okay. And it is that Sam is a pedophile. Okay. And he was caught molesting a child uh-huh. and the parents murdered him. And this leads to the theory that it was a local, because this was sort of like what the town was saying. Okay. That he's local, or the people who killed him are local, okay. and this is why they were so angry. I just don't know how they jumped to this guy being a pedophile. I don't know how they jumped to anything. They don't, they don't even know what his name is. They do not. And they're just saying he must have been a pedophile? You know, like, let's just... It just doesn't make sense. Here is my thing is like... This is what people believe. Like, this one is the one. This is the ticket to right. Sam. This is what people believe. Right. Here is my thing. I have a kid. And I feel like if I caught this, let's, let's say I happen along, and this isn't the first case that I've heard that a parent has caught someone molesting their child. Okay. And to me, it's more of in that moment, you know, sure. like a father will beat the guy to hell or yeah, yeah. grab something, hit them, get a gun, shoot them. Sure. All of that I understand. But to, to torture them, I think, is a n- next level. Yes. Like it's, like, it's almost too far. Like, I'm not saying I couldn't believe that someone would murder... A pedophile. A pedophile, especially caught molesting. I'm not saying that that can't happen. Sure. But to restrain them, keep them there, tie them to a bed, and torture them, I feel like that's... That's next a level. L- next, it's a little bit right. much. Right. And then... That's what I think. The theory also says that the parents, meaning... More parents or one. parents. They're parents oh, or parents. Oh, okay. I just, I don't understand how they just jumped to I don't understand this guy being a pedophile. Yeah. I'm, there's no evidence whatsoever. The internet loves that theory. They love the theory that he's a I, just, I don't know. Again, I don't know. why are we blaming the victim? He might have just been an innocent person. I feel almost, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I feel almost... Him living a transient lifestyle because of his dental impressions and maybe just the wrong hitchhiker picked him up. That's sure. really, 
I really feel like the wrong person picked him up and yeah. murdered him. Like, yeah, for so, sure. There were serial killers all over the place in the seventies. Well, like, yeah, oh. and I mean, in nineteen seventy, in the nineteen seventies, especially with indigenous people, they were murdered at rates that were just outrageous. Yes, compared to so, would it be so out of right, line to exactly. think that someone just tortured him because he was? Yeah. Indigenous? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Is it just because he's a man that we're kind of trying to label him like a pedophile? A man was, and especially a gay man. I I think too, um, like him being castrated. Right. I think that's where like it has to be linked to some kind of sexual thing, and I mean like cheating, gay. Right. Do you know what I mean? But see, like how we're putting it on him and not on the murderer. Like, what if it was the murderer? His mental, whatever he, whatever, his disgusting uh, behavior, that that's what, how he exhibited and not yes. on the victim. Like, Yeah, I completely agree with you. I really think that he was picked up by a serial killer. That's, I'm more likely to think that than the pedophile one. I or just, it could be okay. that he was picked up by someone who assumed that maybe they were going to get sex from him. Yes. Or some, something went wrong and they... Yeah, they didn't necessarily need to be a serial killer. Maybe they just... I'm just saying it because of the, like, brutality of yeah, it. Yeah, Do you no, know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like for your first murder, like, that wouldn't be the way it goes. Right. Just in what we see. So that's why I think serial killer. But who yeah, knows? Maybe. I mean... Who knows? Yeah. So that's it. That's the case of Sam. So please remember to follow us on IG at sisters.coffee.and.crime and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This is Christina and Sandra. Talk soon.